0: Listen to the Coffee Hour. Right, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Monday, May 6th. Back in after the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Are you recovered from the weekend? You were busy. No, it I was like. busy. busy. Yeah. I was I'll busy. I'll recover maybe by next week. I don't know. I got to uh, I got to go to the Christian Friends of New Americans I saw that. 5K I'm, yesterday. Yeah, there's that some fun, lot on, of fun, fun pictures on Facebook. Yeah, it was great race. Good uh, supporting a good cause here in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and the Reverend Dr. Steve Shave and Deaconess Shave uh, were both there. Humanity represented, and LCMS uh, City Mission and um, mm-hmm. uh, Mission Field Podcast, Mission Field USA. He, yeah, he's the host of that. Oh, yeah, and that, then the May one dropped last week. That's right. That's right. And uh, and so he was. Man, I was running side by side with him during the 5K, and then I realized oh, I'm not going to be able to keep up with him for the rest of the run. And <laughs> he's fast. Yeah, he, he Iron quite Man fast. fast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. It was good and supporting Christian friends of New Americans. Outstanding. The uh, um, Doctor Stanley Stanley was there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the whole the, crew. Yeah. The whole director and our friend Joni Harwell representing CFNA. So it was. It was good to get out there with them and uh, get a little sunshine too and enjoy the non-raining weather here in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, we found the flooding on
1: the oh, bike no. trail. Oh, yeah, I
0: saw that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And, uh, and be wise, uh, the rivers, I don't know if they've crested yet or not around I here. Really. I think that was the... Well, we're getting more rain this week, too. Oh, no. Yeah. So, so be wise around, uh, around those streams and, and places where streams don't usually occur, but now they are. Yeah, like the uh, bike paths that right. are now rivers. Be very mindful. Be <laughs> safe about that, folks. Um, two great topics on deck. It is National Teacher Appreciation Week. It um, is. <laughs> so we're going to chat about our favorite teachers, those who influenced us most in, most in just a little bit. And um, what's going on with scouting? in the United States and, uh, and, and a new opportunity, um, a group that started in the last decade, I'll say that, and has really <laughs> been picking up. Um, I want to share about Trail Life USA in just a moment here as well. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Joining us this morning, Mark Hancock, he's CEO for Trail Life USA. Mark, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today.
1: Good morning, Andy. It's great to be here.
0: Now, scouting programs have provided meaningful and faithful character development for boys in our nation for a long time. I remember being a, a Cub Scout mm-hmm. um, way back in the day, <laughs> many, many years ago. Um, but unfortunately, didn't stick with it. But, but scouting also has seen some some changes in over throughout, um, especially throughout the last decade as well. But how have you seen, Mark? How have you seen scouting programs provide that that meaningful and, and faithful character? character development for boys.
1: Well, it's amazing what you can do in the outdoors. The outdoors is a great level uh playing field for for boys to, uh becoming men. And when you put boys in the outdoors with men, you know, it's it's uh, you know, we like to say or that that this is the first generation being raised by Google. <laughs> but <laughs> but, if, but, if, but if you if you put a boy and his dad or a boy and some experienced men out in the in the wilderness, it's very difficult to to ask Siri how to start a fire. <laughs> so so that, that's a great environment for men to once again take that position where they can be respected and looked up to and, and understood. Uh, they have wisdom and experience that a young man doesn't have. So it's it, it's a it's a great place for boys boys to. To, uh, to be mentored and discipled by men
0: absolutely it does a lot uh, we've talked about this before it does so much for um, for the mental health uh, overall mental health mo- mental and emotional health uh, for for adults and also especially for kids too doesn't it
1: yeah it really does and and there's so many areas where, where kids can Kids compete, and and they're they're not doing it. Uh, they're not being encouraged to compete, but there is real competition that that boys do. Boys boys are built for risk and competition, and when you see them in a school environment, you know if if, if young boy just can't can't quite connect there either academically or in sports or whatever, uh, you know he 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 needs a place a place to uh, to be an expert, and the outdoors. Uh, doesn 't have the sorts of uh, sort of requirements uh in order to excel out there that you have maybe to be uh good at sports or maybe that you uh intellectual leanings you may have to make you good at school if you go in the outdoors and you work at it and you work at it and you study it, you can learn things in the outdoors like I said it's a level playing field so so a boy who's not excelling in other areas he he can get out there and find out that that that, that's something that he he can do better than his friends and he can come back and he can talk about maybe a hiking experience an outdoor experience or whitewater rafting or or something that he's learned in the outdoors and and he he really finds his place in in his in his world
0: And that that continues through to adulthood, too. My husband, when he goes out mountain biking and learns a new skill, he comes back and he's all excited about that, so that's... Chiefly, how not to die. uh, Yes, (laughs) that is true. Uh, But that's that's a skill that that they can take with them uh, through the rest of of their adulthood
1: then, too. Absolutely, and not only that, but but men who are looking for a way to get active in their church, and men who are looking for a way to to, to serve God actively, uh, when they take those skills that they learn in the outdoors, they can they can get involved with the troop with the Trail of USA troop and they can mentor young men in the outdoors. Whereas you may walk into church and the only opportunities you have is to be uh, you know an, an usher or, or maybe help out in, in the, the children's church or, or maybe do a weekend project or something like that. Um, this is a, this is a, a ministry that you can embrace and on a regular basis you can pour into the lives of young men and you can make a generational difference for the kingdom. How
0: have Christian congregations been a key part uh, or key partners? for scouting programs throughout, I would say, you know, particularly here in North America and the mm-hmm. United States, how have congregations been a, a part of scouting?
1: Well, you're, you're asking that, uh, a, a historical question there, so let <laughs> <I> me <mean, laughs> provide, I mean, provide the foundation for You know, the Boy Scouts of America is about 108 years old, and they started with Christian ideals. And they were started in an environment, in a culture, that uh, you understood that, that, that the ideals that they're were expressing were Christian and biblical ideas. However, as the culture changed, um, those ideals became more and more separated from the Christian underpinnings that they had, and so they just became good ideas or morals or ethics. And so along the way, somehow, Boy Scouts kind of left their moorings of their Christian ideals, and the churches became a place for that uh, scouting troop to meet. And so it would be on Tuesday nights in the basement, this group would meet. But there was no connection with the Church because uh, Boy Scouts had ceased to become a Christian organization. And that's one of the reasons that Trail Life USA was founded about five years ago, uh, when we, were, we recognized that the Boy Scouts were, were uh, really moving in a direction, the membership standards and everything were changing. It was going to become more and more difficult for LCMS and, and other uh, churches to be involved with, with Boy Scouts because of the moral direction that they were taking. So in Trail Life USA, the churches are very active involved, actively involved with the troops, and we consider our troops an outreach of that local church, and we only charter with churches. We only have churches. I should say there's a few minor exceptions, but they are Christian organizations, maybe Christian Homeschool Association or something like that, but 99% of our troops are chartered by churches, and they are an active uh, outreach, I guess is the best word that I can use, because you can invite a boy all day to come to sunday school or whatever and he may or may not come but if that uh, if a boy who's in trail life invites that boy to come to his troop or to come to his, his, his hiking uh, doing hiking this weekend, or backpacking, or w- whitewater rafting, or zipline, or something. That boy's going to show up, and that unchurched boy joins that troop, and then that unchurched family joins the church. So uh, I think get a historical background, because scouting started connected to Christianity 100 years ago. It drifted away from its involvement with the church, but Trail Life USA has restored the fact that the biblical underpinnings uh, of Trail Off USA make it a, a great partner for the churches because we're, we're about the same mission.
0: How much uh, oversight or direction do those churches have in their chartered troops?
1: Well, they have a lot of flexibility. You know, we, we're, we're trans-denominational, different faith traditions. Uh, we do have a Trinitarian Statement of Faith, um, yeah, which is basically uh, kind of a, a Nicene Nicene Creed, uh, and so any church that can agree agree with that Trinitarian statement of faith, and then we also have statement of values that talks about things like definition of marriage and integrity and stewardship and service and purity and those kind of things. If a church can can agree with us on those causes, then they can be they can charter uh, a troop and trail off USA. So we have numerous. Uh, denominations and faith traditions that are part of Trail of USA—Protestant churches, to independent churches, to Catholic churches, um LCMS churches—we we, we really cover the spectrum because we do allow so much program flexibility. Now, there's some things that are the same. If you're going to work on your hiking badge, or your camping badge, or your backpacking badge, or, or your American Heritage badge, those are going to be the same no matter what denominationally. But when you get over in the values badges, then our values badges allow the churches to cater. Uh, to, to, to deliver and to, to deal with their own, um, theology and their own doctrine and the delivery of those badges. So we offer a lot of flexibility there. We, we haven't found any churches that have had challenges with our program from any denomination as long as they, they can agree with a statement of faith. So with, so under, underneath the umbrella of the statement of faith, we have a lot of flexibility for the local churches to, to, to operate their program.
0: What about congregations that are looking at um, you know, making that transition from um, Boy Scouts to Trail Life? How smooth is that transition?
1: Well, we're trying to make it as easy as possible. Honestly, the, the, the hardest part ends up being the part that you would think is the easiest. The hardest part is understanding the christ center focus. We are unapologetically Christian and are boy-focused. And, and those are two principles which are, you just don't find in Boy Scouts anymore. They're not Christ-centered and they're not boy-focused. You know, they they now allow girls in the program, which we think is is great for girls. But but we think that boys and girls need their own program that's specifically focused on them. So when we, when a Boy Scout troop moves over and becomes a Trail Life troop, the biggest challenge is understanding that hey, we're not we're not we're not Boy Scouts. You know, there's a lot of things that you'll find uh, that kind of look the same. At a quick glance: badges and uniforms, and troops and patrols, and, and and the the outdoor focus. But it really is back to the original um, plan of Boy Scouts. And the Christ center part of it is huge. We're not as awards centric. We have a very robust awards program. We have a, our highest award is the Freedom Award, which is now colleges that are offering scholarships for Freedom Award recipients. Um, so we have a great, robust awards program, but we're not an outdoor organization kind of having a christian experience we are at our core a christ-centered mission that is using the outdoors so a boy scout troop may say well we don't really like the direction the boy scouts going in so we're just going to take our boy scout troop and we're going to go over and become trail life it's not really it there's really a heart change something that has to happen there those men who are leading that troop recognize this is different this is this is this is about jesus and uh but from all other standpoints, we, we make it very easy. We allow boys to transfer their badges over. There's a lot of badges in, in Boy Scouts that will apply in, uh, in Trail Life. They're not one-to-one because we started from scratch in developing our program, but there's a lot of skills they will have developed in Boy Scouts that will that they get credit for in, in badges that we have in Trail Life USA. So there's, there's a nice transitional program that let the boys move over. There's a lot of similarities in terms of how the program is run, but the most difficult part is that core thing. We are we are a ministry uh, that's that's doing big kingdom business, and uh, secondary to that, you know, although robust and a lot of fun, is is all the adventure and, and advancement.
0: So it's not just a, a, a troop that happens to meet in the basement and really have no other connection to the church. It really is uh, a, a, a it really is a part of the congregation and the way the congregation serves in the community.
1: It really is. We we have we have a, a number of positions that connect. We we talk with with the, the senior ministry leader at every organization. We have a phone call. Where we we vet that organization. Make sure we're on the same page. Make sure that, that that senior ministry leader, whether he's pastor, priest, whatever he is in that 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 charter organization, understands the role of the troop and that it is an outreach of, of the church. And then we have a a connecting uh, person called the um, uh, troop ministry liaison and that person connects the troop to the church to make sure that the troop is active in the church projects, whether it's a service project or whether it's participating in the services or whatever it is that church is doing, and it also makes sure the church is uh, is active in the troop projects to make sure that they're supporting them, whether it's financially or praying for them or making opportunities for them or, or providing leadership for them or volunteers for them. So we insist on, on that connection because we think the church is God's plan. We don't think that we don't think that a scouting organization is God's plan, but we think that, that Trail Life uh, can come alongside that that local church and help build that church. And we're seeing that over and over again. Like I said, that unchurched boy will join the troop, and then that unchurched family will join the church. And, and we, we just see we see that over and over again.
0: Our guest today, Mark Hancock, CEO of Trail Life USA. You can find him at traillifeusa.com. Thanks so much, Mark, for being our guest today on The Coffee Hour.
1: Thank you. It's been a pleasure.
0: I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.